Welcome to Strata. I'm Glenn. And I'm Brandon. Welcome to the Minds on Muscle podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Minds on Possum. Minds on Possums. Welcome to another episode of the Minds on Muscle podcast. We are doing this live in the Fitness Pro Mentor Group. And in fact, we are talking about planning and triaging and how ironic, because it's actually our second time doing this episode because we had some sound issues which we could not plan for. Fortunately, Glenn and I planned ahead and we have some show notes and that's going to help us have a very similar flow of episodes. So we're really excited to have you here. Uh, please, if you're watching this, comment below if you have any questions about any of the things we're talking about. We want to make this a live interactive show. And if you don't know what we're talking about, join the Fitness Pro Mentors Facebook group where we do the Minds on Muscle podcast weekly live with one small exception in the next two weeks. We'll talk about that later. Glenn, how are you doing today, sir? I'm very well. Had a great sleep. The dog let us get a full eight hours. I am revved and ready to go. I'm very excited. Excited. I like talking about planning and triaging because for me, it's super important for me to be productive. I am lost if I don't schedule and plan stuff. Yeah, I would be the, say that I'm the same, and I have a ton of lists of knickknacky things I write down to help me keep it, me organized with a lot of different lists. And I find that it really is, comes down to how organized you are and how you triage these goals to help you get to the final destination wherever that is. So, Glenn, why don't you kick things off? Tell me about what kind of things you like to do to plan and help you uh, hit your goals, hit your marks. So I have played around and tried a whole bunch of different systems and methodologies. And I think, I mean, that's really what growth in life is, is trying a whole bunch of different things, see what sticks and works for you and discarding what doesn't, right? As Bruce Lee said, right? That's the path of mastery is use what's valuable to you. Don't use what isn't. So for me, every day I wake up and I go over what I call my daily checklist. And I'm actually going to be doing a live training in the next couple of weeks on our fitness pro mentors group on how I use my daily checklist, but I have a daily checklist and on my daily checklist, I've got a couple different categories. I've got all the stuff that I need to get done that day for daily lead gen and growing my business stuff that gets done every day, regardless, check your emails, interact with our Facebook group for strat internal performance, pain free exercise, all that kind of stuff. And then in addition to that, I actually have all these other um, tasks I have to do and I list them all out and they're my priority tasks, things that absolutely need to get done sometime in the next day or two. And then I also, for my last category, I have something I called eat that frog, which is the thing that I don't like doing that I need to get done as soon as I can to get it out of the way so I can free myself up to be productive for all the other stuff that I want to do. So I've taken that and I've actually kind of mirrored it, not mirrored it, but integrated it with some of the daily lead gen stuff that we do with our fitness pro mentors, uh, train, uh, not trainees, mentees in our, in our course and some of the processes that we use at Strata, excuse me, where um, we, oh my goodness, I'm having a, a brain meltdown right now. But we, anyways, we have a daily lead generation checklist. I'm sorry, I'm having a mental, uh, mental break right now. I'm used to doing these podcasts a little bit later in the day. Um, but so much for that good sleep. <laughs> anyways, I know, right? I feel embarrassed now. But anyways, I have this daily checklist and it really helps me organize my yeah. day because if I don't have all the stuff written down that I want to get done and all the appointments in my schedule, my calendar, I will fall behind. I won't get everything done and I'll get distracted. And being distracted is a big thing for me. I'm very easily distracted. I need to focus. And so having these lists and things that I've got to cross out, that I've got to do every day, really helps me go uh, farther and get more done. Honestly, and I would say that I have a very similar approach. And so 
one thing that I like to talk about with our students, and funny, you said that kind of ranking system of like priority tasks and so forth. Mm -hmm. And so we have this program called the Fitness Pro Leaders Program, which is for like the studio owners scaling businesses. And there's this part in there where we talk about delegating. And there are these three different levels. We talk about prioritizing tasks of things that you love to do and you have to do versus things that you absolutely hate to do and you don't have to do. And figuring out of those tasks, how you can delegate them to other folks and other systems and other processes so that way you can take them off your chest and you can focus on what I call your superpowers. Because each one of us, whoever you are, you have things that you're really great at intuitively and you've practiced and you've got other things that you may not be as great at. And if either, even if you're great at them, you just might not like them. So I love that thing. Um, I have a very similar process, but for me, and I, I spoke about this when we did the last recording, so I can't reference that, is that I kind of have this month view of like, in a month, I have this macro goal that in this month, I'm going to hit these specific numbers financially. I'm going to get this many clients. I'm going to talk to this many people. And at the end of the month, I'll have achieved X, Y, and Z. If I know that monthly destination, it becomes exponentially easier for me to reverse engineer the month, which is going to be a big theme for today's conversation, uh, the reverse engineering theme. And so if I know I want to hit X, Y, and Z, I can look back and go, okay, what weekly behaviors do I have to hit each week to get to the end of this point at this month? And that way it makes it easier for me because I find personally, and this is not, I just, if I do a daily checklist, unless I've got a ton and ton to do, I get a little bit overwhelmed with the daily stuff. For me, if I have it spaced out over a week and I can prioritize, I have 15 things I have to do in these next five days. If I do these three things and I do them really, really well, I'll have achieved X, Y, and Z by the end of the week. So it gives me a bit of flexibility to use one of the learning methods that Glenn spoke, will speak about with different 20 minute increments that works really well for me, that helps me focus on X, Y, and Z. And I love it because like, even with what we do in the fitness pro mentors and all of our learning style groups is that in strata internal performances group, we, we have a monthly webinar or presentation, presentation outside of COVID because getting people inside our building, good thing to do for business. But we have this big one month event. And so if we have a monthly theme of like this month in June is back pain management month through exercise. I love it. Glenn's crushing it with some amazing content. By the way, if you want to see a cool bulletproof guide to managing back pain at a high expert level, great video quality, great words, great editing, you got to watch Glenn's video. It's absolutely amazing. Reach out to Glenn. He'll send it to you and tell you all about it. And even if you want, you can jump on a call with him and talk about how you can do that kind of stuff for your business. But if we know that we're doing that big webinar at the end of the month, we can do three or four weekly free live trainings that are all specifically leading up to that large macro event. So we've talked about this in planning, micro versus macro goals. So we have that macro goal of a webinar free trainings at the end of each week that are all back pain related. And each one of those free trainings leads towards that big event. Now through the week, although we have these different follow-up behaviors for lead generation and reaching out to new people, all the social media content or all at least the copy that we put on the social media post for Strata lead towards the Facebook group and the free trainings. So when people join our community in our world, and this is one of our fitness pro mentor systems. So Spoiler alert, if you have all of these pieces and you do stories and you do posts and it's all leading towards this Friday event, and then when you do the Friday event, you go, by the way, there's a bigger event at the end of the month. You're not going to want to miss it. Tell your friends, tell your family, bring them in. And ultimately, that whole month turns into this one big, amazing snowball effect. And then you do that every month for an entire year and you have 50 different 
it depends on what you actually do because you might do more, but you have at least 50 videos, 52 videos of guides and educational content that you can use as value pieces to entice people to come to your group and nurture them and make them feel good about learning and your expertise. I love like that idea of a macro goal because if you know that big destination for a month or a year or your life, reverse engineering to get there is a really simple but not easy thing to do. You absolutely need to know your macro goal. And if that wasn't clear from what Brandon just said, start looking at what that macro goal is for your month, but also even step back and take a look at what that macro goal is for the year. Because ultimately, at the end of everything, productivity is any task that's going to help you get towards your goal. And if you don't have a very clear defined goal, you're going to get stuck and sidetracked doing things that might not help you get to where you want to go, even if you think they're going to uh, help you get there. You know, Brandon's got this great distinction that, you know, this might be a great time to talk about, like the value building stuff versus the time wasters. Yeah, so I mean, part of this is my personal preferences and how I've become professionally efficient. And I think that after I've worked and spoken with and hired a lot of very, very high-level folks to kind of guide me, and if you talk to these like billion-dollar CEO folks, if you have access to any of these people or multi-million-dollar entrepreneurs, uh, you'll see that most of these people have taken their time and they've created microsystems for becoming extremely efficient within their day, so they can do X, Y, and Z. And a very simple example that I love to talk about because it's this idea fifteen for one that I like to talk about is that everything that Glenn and I are doing right now, we have a laptop connected to a camera to a Rodecaster Pro with pro microphones. It's all going into one software. It's live streamed right now. This live stream is being recorded so that we can take the video and use it for shorts for promotional purposes. And we get an MP3 podcast and we have future content and, and, and. However, this one hour of work that turns into another hour of work, which gives us endless pieces of content, all of these pieces cost money and also cost time and energy to learn how to do them all. So now that I've learned how to put these things together and Glenn's learned how to put these things together so we can do X, Y, and Z faster, We have amazing processes to get content out there, and it looks like we're doing a ton of stuff, which we are, but we're actually really efficient. So when we're talking about building value versus time wasters, that's a lot of different skills, right? You have to learn the skill of the camera, the skill of the audio, the skill of the software, the skill of integrating it, the skill of transferring it seamlessly to get high quality audio, which we forgot to push that button again. So (laughs) like all that kind of stuff, you have to learn each one of these pieces so they can come together as a system, a repeatable small thing. And so... As I like to talk about, when I first bought my camera, I brought it home and I went in the backyard and I started practicing photography. And quite literally, it was fall and it was disgusting brown Canadian fall. Didn't look very attractive outside. But in my opinion, if I could take a picture of something that was nothing, a broken brown rusty looking branch, patinaed branch, and I could make it look beautiful by practicing photography, if I could take that skill and transfer it into the, what we do here at Strata and Fitness Pro Mentors, I mean, I could make Glenn and I look amazing. <laughs> if I could make nothing look good, taking people with good lighting should be pretty easy. And so my wife, when she saw me doing it, she goes, oh no, Brand's picking up another hobby because I have a tendency to do a lot of things and spend time learning and I like to keep busy. And so she was worried because she's like, oh, he's going to be wasting time doing this stuff. But in reality, She now will tell you, and I can show you as you can see here, that all of those practice skills that I spent outside, unpaid time, harnessing that monthly skill and getting mastery over it, feeling really, really good about it, has turned into this seamless, effortless, very, very easy, setting up a camera on manual focus to get exactly what I want it to look like. So that's a very value-building skill. And there's a ton of different examples of that, like taking RTS, MSS, MAT, any of these programs and learning some amazing skills there. Now, 
wasting time if we look at the academic side of things, if you're thinking about all these education programs, I'm huge on the five pillars of personal training that we've talked about because in reality, I think if you're going to study educational content, it should be prudent to the people in front of you practice the gig. And so why I say that is unless you have the time or the interest or the need to study the minutia of all the nervous system anatomy, every little grainy detail, I'd recommend that you maybe don't do that and focus on the processes that are going to help you bring more immediate value to your clients. Now, if you love learning about that and it's a part of your hobby, by all means, but I'm more suggesting that is there a more efficient use of your nervous system research? Instead of looking at all the nervous system anatomy, which I spent learning, could you learn more about short-term and long-term potentiation, post-contraction sensory discharge, common drive, co-contractions, uh, alpha gamma co-activation, and all that stuff that could actually influence your decision-making. On the technical side of things, you have to know exactly what product and what processes you want to get good at so you know where to go, the camera skills. And so for me personally, I don't find, like I know peers of mine, I know Glenn does this and it's cathartic for him, uh, like video games and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. For me, I, I can't play video games, but I personally, and I just, I find it for me, I feel like I, there's better uses of my time if I'm doing that. However, ironically enough, I love watching terrible superhero movies uh, over and over and over again because it kind of like this mindless exploration. But if I'm going to do something with tech, I try to make it as productive as possible. Learning more about a stream, like a capture card I got called the a10 mini that I'm going to start using for our streams, all that stuff. In any event, try to have all the behaviors that you're working on build value to a greater thing. And I call it money later practice because if you work on these things now and you get really good at them now, they'll bring money later. For example, lastly, I don't want to keep talking, but Glenn, okay. Glenn helped me record a 10 section sales course for the Fitness Pro Mentors backend, a step-by-step -step sales process uh, that's really, really easy to follow and you can plug and play your own information on there based off of the Sandler sales techniques. It's awesome, extremely simple, and openly we talk about resources. If you wanna learn more about that, other courses, there's more in-depth direction you can go. But that 10-section course took us about an hour and a half to record, took me about 40 minutes to edit, and then took me about 10 minutes to render and load up onto our course module pack. So in two hours, I recorded a course that will be perpetually available to our students. And it looked great. So anyway, rant over. But I love this stuff. I love it. I think it's great. I think there's a huge amount of value here. And so Brandon's not saying not to spend time doing your hobbies or playing video games or deloading and relaxing. I think a large part of being a professional and managing and organizing your time is actually bracketing it out bracketing out your work hours versus your personal time hours, right? And how you want to spend your personal time, that's totally up to you because we all need a downtime. We all need to recharge. If you're working really hard in your business and you're sprinting, just like if you're sprinting in real life physiologically, you need to take rest in between those sprints. You can't keep mm -hmm. sprinting for an infinite, infinite amount of time. So it's okay to have time to do your hobbies or play video games or watch mindless superhero movies over and over and over again. I mean, I do that stuff too. But when you're doing work, you're doing work. And then when you're relaxing, you're doing relaxing. And I can't tell you and I can't stress enough to you how much more productive you will be when you actually bracket out that time and you respect your time and your integrity because integrity is one of these things where if you say you're going to do what you're going to do by when you're going to do it, you're going to feel really good about yourself. It's going to build a lot of self-confidence. We talk about identity and role in our program, identity being all that unique stuff that makes you you, your own unique characteristics, your values and whatnot. And we talk about 
the role, how you perform as a personal trainer or an exercise profession, all the different skills and technical stuff that comes with that. And when you have integrity to yourself, you're just going to feel much better about your identity and how you're performing in your role. So bracket out the time that you're going to use for work and spend time doing that. And Brennan uh, alluded to this earlier. We both use something called the Pomodoro method, which is essentially bracketing out 20, 25 minutes of time where you're dedicating that to doing work. You put your phone on silent, you don't pick it up, and whatever task you're doing, you're focusing on that. Whether that's learning a new skill, whether that's reaching and connecting, calling clients, whether that's creating content, you do that for 20, 25 minutes. And when your timer goes off, you give yourself five minutes of rest, relaxation, let your mind wander, then repeat. For someone like myself, I, I know I'm very easily distracted. I've been like that my entire life. And so knowing that I can do 20, 25 minutes of straight work and then my mind can wander wherever it wants to afterwards has been a really effective tool in helping me stay focused and manage my time. And I can't say enough how important that is. I think a lot of people might be looking at this method and being like, well, if I'm constantly doing that, that's up to 15, 20 minutes an hour. And if I'm doing that five hours a day, that could be an hour of my time lost. But what we're really looking at is the pro productivity and the creation that you get from doing the, that active stuff. And I can't tell you how many people lose productivity from not being able to go deep mm. and doing that deep work, right? Uh, I think his name is Cal Newport. He's got a book called Deep Work where he talks about distractions can easily take you out of a task and it can be hard to get back in that task. It might take you 5, 10, 15 minutes to get back in that flow or that zone again. But when you start using the Pomodoro method and you get in the zone and you're in that flow state, it becomes very easy to kind of turn it on and off. So again, I can't stress enough. Bracket out your work time versus your personal time. Have integrity in when you're working on those two separate things. And then if you need to, schedule in periodic breaks. Because if you're sprinting the entire time and you're not giving yourself time to mentally uh, collect yourself, you're going to lose productivity in the long run. I love the Pomodoro method. And I, I, Glenn brought it up the other day and I forgot the name of it because it's, honestly, as I spoke about, for me, the Pomodoro method is exactly how I've gotten quote unquote good at the drums. And so I like to think of it as Glenn spoke basically saying you can't sprint constantly, constantly, constantly. And, and to my understanding, the learning methods in your brain, there's really a 20 minute window where you could be 20 minute efficient on learning and digesting new pieces of information and being very focused on one task. You kind of got like this 20 minute sprint window. However, I found with drums, which is what transferred to my productivity within work, that if I sprint for 20 minutes and then I do ropes for 20 minutes and then ski erg for 20 minutes, theoretically speaking, I can shift gears at that high intensity, but get my mind on board with that different task because it's different flavor and different product and a different thing. So for me with drumming, the best way that I can do this is openly like I have a uh, drum practice guide at home and I'll have maybe four to five different topics I'm studying at one time. And it's more because I want to have options, but that way I can spend 20 minutes working on six, eight content. And then I can spend 20 minutes working on speed. And then I can work 20 minutes on time practice. And even though those are all drums, they're very different technical aspects and very different focuses for my mind. So if I want to do a two hour practice, I can actually shift over and do it again over another two hour period. So I do that a lot here with Strata, that with video editing, email responses, I do a 20 minutes focused and then rest and then switch gears in 20 minutes, 20 minutes. And if I I cycle those 20 minutes, it goes really, really far. By the way, we're superheroes. Did you watch Loki? 
Is it out already? Oh, it's so good. Was it really? It's out last night. It's so good. You need to watch it. Anyway, anyone's listening to this, you need to watch Loki episode one. It's ridiculous. Um, but Glenn, you said something really important there that I want to touch on that I have a huge uh, value system with with trainers because a big part of what I've done over the last several years is work with trainers who want to get to the level they want to get at. They want to hit 10K a month, 100K per year. They just want to get the first 10 clients, first 25 clients. And so I call it time delegation, sorry, routine delegation. And so basically... If you want to work a traditional eight to five style personal training job, that's absolutely reasonable. You can do that if you want. But what you got to do is you have to schedule out in your schedule 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And you say 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. If I have clients or not, I'm working. And so this is a hard thing because for trainers, especially coming at a big box gym, if you got clients, this is client time. If you don't have clients, you're working out, you're chilling out, you go get food and you're studying the best way to get jacked, right? Whatever it is. And so I find this to be tough for trainers that are at a place where they're trying to build their own business or be more of an entrepreneur. Because if you've got 10 hours of clients, you can go, I got 10 hours of clients and I got all this time that I could do stuff with. I'll do some marketing here. I'll do a little bit of gaming here. I'll go for a walk with my kid, whatever it might be. What I would urge you to do is if you want to hit those numbers in the month fast, mark out your schedule. So eight to five, no matter if you got a client or not, that's work time. And so what I mean by that is if on Monday you have no clients, you spend that nine hour window working on business development practices, the skills you need, the 20% that's going to bring more people into your world. How do you reach out to clients? How do you meet new people? How do you resurrect old clients? Because if you're not devoting that time to it, you're not going to get there as fast as you want. And in reality with personal training, that unpaid time is where you grow your business. And so openly when COVID hit, I told my wife and I spoke to her about this because this was different. I didn't have clients and I schedule in unpaid time throughout my week to get things done. I said openly, I'm going to still be going to work and doing the same hours, even if I don't have the same amount of clients, if they're virtual or not, because I got to devote time on, on other tasks to get us open, grow new business and whatever it may be. And she's hundred percent on board on that. And so that helps a ton. So you got to schedule that out. But that also means when it's 5 PM and you're done your day, provided you don't have to put your phone away. Don't talk to your staff. Don't talk to your clients. In most cases, you have to do a little sometimes. Really put everything away and be with your family and be present. And when you have those hard barriers between the start of your day and the end of your day, and this is my personal time and family time or video game time or superhero time or whatever it is, it makes it so much easier to go entrepreneur mode, go. Relaxation mode, family mode, go. We've talked about this before, and I love the word system. We talk about systems literally every mastermind call and in almost every module. And I always have this phrase I like to say, system stands for save yourself some time, energy, and money. And essentially what we're doing in this podcast and what we're sharing with you is all these different small little micro systems that we have that help us get to our macro goal. All these little tips or techniques or whatever you want to call them, these are just ways to help you manage your time, right? And another great one to help you manage your time and free yourself up is by batching your work. And this becomes especially important when we're talking about content creation. Brandon and I talk about evergreen content all the time. We really like to have stuff that's reusable. We can chop up, re-edit, to repurpose however much we want to. When we create stuff here, especially like, for example, our Strata Quick Tips, I film maybe 12 in a row and each one is under a minute. And then I take those 12 
I upload them onto my computer and edit all of them. I add our titles and whatnot, and then I've saved them on my OneDrive, and I've got these 12 little videos that I can post every week or twice a week, and it's taken me maybe in total an hour and a half to do all this, and I'm not even kidding. At the very beginning, it takes a, excuse me, in the very beginning, it takes a little bit longer to get used to doing this because you might not be as proficient. But in- three months of content in yes. an hour and a half. Yeah. Right? Three months of Friday's content or whatever day it is in an hour and a half, which is huge. Right. So absolutely. And it just takes a little bit of time to learn those technical skills. And it can be a little frustrating at the very beginning, and that's okay. But learning to batch your content, I think, at least from what I've seen with the people that I've worked with in the Fitness Pro Mentors group so far, and the people that I work with has been one of the number one things that people seem to have a hard time with. A lot of the marketing and content creation that people do to grow their business tends to be very on a whim or whimsical in that I feel like posting now, I'm gonna post, I'm inspired. I'm, and we'll talk about this in a second and I'll throw it over to you. They feel motivated at that time to do something and it becomes reactive. And maybe they post consistently for a week and then they're unmotivated because they see the schedule's not, not busy. They're wondering why this isn't working. They stop posting for a couple days and there's this inconsistency and then people wonder why their businesses aren't growing the way they want them to. Especially if you're like me, where sometimes you don't love creating content every day. I mean, like I love what I do and I love making content, but I don't want to do it every day all the time. For me, this is not how my brain works. Being able to step back and spend two or three hours once a month creating a whole bunch of content for the month and then um, subsidizing that with the live trainings that we do is a really great methodology for us to keep up with our clients and keep creating content that the people that might want to work with us want to see. So B plus consistently will beat A plus content procrastinated every time. And so I am huge on quality because I do believe that the quality reflects you at the end of the day. However, no content at all or content 10 days out sporadically is not going to be effective at all. So first and foremost, your messaging, you have to get your messages out there. And this is where, I mean, openly, if you go on YouTube, when you look at YouTube advertisements, there are a ton of people who literally are doing iPhone clips to sell million dollar programs that they're selling because it's about the message that matters. Now on a smaller scale business, I like the high quality content because I, I believe how you do one thing is how you do everything. And all these little small things, high quality cameras, punctuality, clear communication, all these little things stack up to the net sum of how people view you as a professional. Small deviations of lower quality over time and you know, not doing what I say I'm gonna do and not sending that email. People get the um, little bit of a rustier impression. So I want things to be as sharp as possible personally. But I've also gone through that where if you look back to the strata content from years ago, there's stuff that doesn't look nearly as sharp, but it's about the messaging. And so that's the big thing is you got to get out there. B plus content consistently is going to be better than A plus procrastinated every single time. And on that note, like Glenn just said, you have to be committed to your macro goal. You have to be. And so I'm big on visualization and reverse engineering here. And we're going to talk about that in a moment. But you have to be committed to making sure that you're going to take the steps required to get to where you're going to want to get. If you know that you want to have a $100,000 a year business at the end of the year, and you have no clients, and you know that marketing and messaging is how you're going to get people out there, 
and you know that consistency is key. And so you know that you need to be putting content out there each day that reflects your messaging and has call to actions and pulls people into your world so you can get them into your lead generation system every single day. And you go, I don't feel motivated to do this today, right? That tax, how expensive that procrastination is, is huge. It's very expensive. Think of it this way. You want to make $2,500 per week, right? A $500 day. You don't have any clients on one day. So that day, you are spending $500 of your time doing nothing. You're not feeling motivated. I'm just going to walk outside. I'm going to sunbathe. Wait till I get motivated. It really drives me nuts. And I do have a personal bias against this because I do think that waiting for motivation, I think motivation is a fantastic thing to harness when it comes along, when you're committed towards a goal and you go, I'm motivated to try and learn something new. But if you're waiting at home for motivation to step forward, to reach towards your task, to build the value, the thing that you want, you're wasting time and you're wasting money. And the reason why I get so fired up about this. Can I say one thing? Yes, please. Very important. No one's coming to save you. No one's going to come save you. No one's going to swoop in and give you all the clients that you want. No one's going to come in and say, here, work, people. No one's going to do that. You are, and it's one of the reasons why we call our, one of our groups Fitness Pro uh, Mentor Nomads is because no one is going to come save you. And I can't stress that enough. If you want to grow your business, you have to do it. You have to make it happen. I personally tried doing my own thing for a while. I floundered. I'm not great by myself. That's why I now work at Strata and this is where I want to be. It's where I want to grow my business, Right. And I'm working with Brandon because Brandon's helping me grow my business. I'm helping him grow Fitness Pro Mentors. We're partnering, partnering up and we're helping each other. But no one is going to come save you. And I'm sorry to interrupt, Brandon, but I had to put that out there because it's so important. I'm going to say it one more time. No one's coming to save you. You have to take the steps to make it happen on your own. Yeah, and you said this, but this is why when people sign up for our pro program, I call them Fitness Pro Nomads because openly... If you're the studio owner with people underneath you, so to speak, or you have people that, and you're working at a place and you're trying to build your business up, at the end of the day, you are this nomadic individual. Like this whole idea that Hermes says from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, we'll be independent. We'll be independent together. That's exactly what a training studio team is. That's why I like the Avengers. So no matter what, even though Glenn works at Strata and works at Fitness Pro Mentors and I help him grow his business, at the end of the day, if Glenn or you don't do the behaviors you need to to maintain and grow that business, you will fail. And I hate to say that, but you got to put the time in and work. And so coming back to that $500 a day thing, I call that the procrastination tax. Because if you think about, I could be making this much per day, or this is how much I want to make, and you do absolutely nothing, procrastination tax man, he's coming. And guess what? Life's short. And every minute you have that you're wasting not achieving your goal is stopping you from doing what you want to do when you achieve that goal. And so openly, that's what fires me up to work harder is I know I want X, Y, and Z for my family. I want X, Y, and Z money prepared so I can retire one day and be financially free. I want X, Y, and Z so I can buy a Z06 2009 black Corvette manual with 500 horsepower as a toy after I get all those things down. I know that I've got those things visualized and I got to take those steps now to get that because that doesn't happen overnight. It takes two years, five years, 10 years, 20 years to get to the point that you've got a million dollars or $5 million or whatever it is in the bank so you can live off of and have a great quality life. And so if you think of it in that way, that I need to retire at this point, I'm not counting on my family giving me money. I'm not counting on winning the lottery. I'm not counting on X, Y, and Z. Why would you not do right now the things you need to and be committed to it to get to that point? Because when you get to that point, it'll, it'll come faster and you'll get to do more things that you love. So don't let the procrastination pirate, the procrastination tax man 
steal money and time away from you. And that's why I get so fired up about getting people to do this stuff is you got to make it rain. That's why I say that you have to make it rain because no one's going to make it do it, make it happen for you. Motivation is extremely cheap and is, and it is extremely fleeting. Now, Brad and I actually, when we recorded this the first time, we actually had, I want to say a small debate, but we were kind of going back and forth about, is there any value to motivation? And for me, the only time uh, motivation might be valuable at all is when you use it extremely sparingly as like a very, very small, almost like flicker, like hitting the flint to get the fire started. But you cannot rely on motivation every day. It's just not going to work. Occasionally, if you're really feeling down, you might watch one or two things that you know get you motivated. Maybe it's some sort of YouTube video that gets you riled up, but you cannot count on that. If you are not committed to the process and doing the work, you're not gonna you're not gonna move far. And I'll be on and I'll be I'll just be very honest with you. If you are someone who's like, I'm never gonna market, I'm never going to want to create my own content, I think this stuff is gonna work for me. I just wanna find my clients, I'll be honest with you, you might be in the wrong field because you really have to be able to, to take your own marketing into your hands and create the client base that you want, especially if you want to work on your own and be a nomad. I can't say this enough. When you have the skills and you have the pool of clients to build your business and you have that, you've had that system up for a year or two years because it does take time to build this up, but it does take time to build that pool of clients, right? You might've heard in previous podcasts, Brandon has an associate who also runs a Facebook group to grow his online business and his online community and the turnaround time for someone um, joining their group to becoming a client of his is about two months, right? It takes time. And this guy, no, you're correct. But I want to just point out that this person we're talking about makes $125,000 a month based off of his lead generation system. And so he's been doing it so diligently that he knows it takes two months. Sorry. I just want to point out like big numbers, big business, like not Mickey Mouse thing. That's okay. It takes time for you to build up these systems, to build up your referral network, to build up your reputation. But once you have that, after spending diligently a year, two, three years doing it, depending on where you are and how you're networking and how much time and effort you're putting into it, you then have this pool of clients where you can continuously pull from them and fill up your schedule and fill up your schedule and fill up your schedule. It's almost just like a tap you turn on and off. When you want to fill it up a little bit, you turn it back on. And that's really what we want you to get out of the Fitness Prementors program and what we want you to have for your business is this seemingly endless tap of clients because you've taken the time and effort to grow your technical ability, to grow your abilities to market and speak and a big one, communicate, to have that tap that you can turn on and off because that's when you're gonna feel the most stable as an exercise professional and you're gonna feel the best and it's gonna free you up to do more of the stuff that you want to, whether it's bring on other trainers to your business, whether it's open up your own studio or gym, whether that's spend more time with your friends and family, all that kind of stuff. Organic, ethical, highly informative marketing strategies do work. Organic marketing strategies do work. You don't need paid advertisements. You don't need to use click funnels. You don't need to do all these things that people think of that are crummy when they do marketing. You don't need to do YouTube ads. What you do need to do is put the time in, build value, nurture those relationships, and grow your business. Because openly, if you want more clients, you should know exactly what systems and things you need to do right away to get more business. Right away. 
And it takes a little bit of time and a little bit of work. But once you get there, it helps so much to go, hey, you know what? I need clients. I got two months to get these people going. I'm going to set up these webinars. I'm going to do a webinar this Friday and this Friday. I'm going to talk about X, Y, and Z. And I'm going to reach out to this many people. Now, I want to talk about reverse engineering in two different ways. One is more on a macro goal, a way that I like to do things and how I got this business to where it is. And I want to talk about now, I'm about to take some time off because I'm having a baby. I want to talk about what I've had to do to get ready for that. First and foremost, talking about this reverse engineering thing, I love that because if you look at Strata, the team of people inside here, the amazing clients, the machines and all that stuff, the emergence of Strata as a global satellite view system, it looks amazing. But when you look at Strata, right, there are so many different elements that go into it. There is me doing X, Y, and Z. There are amazing trainers that put their individual time in working on X, Y, and Z. You have these clients that found you through the different messaging and processes that you have. There are individual machines that all come together to create a cohesive machine system and an amenity system to support our clients. There's a clean environment. There's all of these different things to create this gigantic flavor of what strata is. And from there, that creates this amazing thing. But each one of those things took small micro steps to get there. And so me knowing that I want to get here, it took a lot of work and I have to figure out X, Y, and Z. What do I have to work on at the bottom of the staircase to get to that point? But at the same time, I also have to take side steps to adjust along the way. So that's where I'd say is wherever you want to be. And if it's a million bucks a year, $100,000 a year, opening your own studio, a team of 10 trainers, whatever it is, you need to have that visualization. And maybe not just for the sake of visualization sake, but more so you can reverse engineer the steps so you can build the team that you want to get there. Build the amenities that you want to get there. For Strata, a year before I opened it, I had storage lockers full of the exercise machines that I wanted because I knew when I opened the doors, I was gonna need X, Y, and Z machines. And I was gonna need all these pieces. So when I opened the door, it was literally plug and play. Nautilus machines showed up, Kaiser machines got plugged in. It was all organized. It took two days to get the machines organized because I had everything prepared. And that's what you gotta do. You gotta know where you wanna be. Now, baby's coming. Amazing. Baby could pop anytime. I keep checking my phone because my wife could, it could happen. But you know, Monday's due day and we're a couple days away, which I'm super excited about and terrified. But at the same time, because personally, I run two companies, all right? I run Strata and Fitness Pro Mentors. And that means that there's a lot of things that have to happen while I'm gone to make sure those systems are smooth. And so I knew come January, I had to get all of these different things done. I need to get uh, Taylor, who are operations manager here at Strata, organized so that way if we reopen because of COVID restrictions in Ontario, that he knew to send out this newsletter, reach out to these people, talk about this. He's got communications with the landlord if he needs to. Everything is set up there. Also, Glenn runs the marketing page and all of our online content for Strata. I needed to make sure that he knew, here's our monthly plan. Here are the step-by-step processes for him to do through this. I'm not trying to Mickey Mouse walk him through it, but I want to make sure he has all the tools he needs so I can take two weeks off and that system, our online marketing and the system of Glenn is good to go. So if we get to open, he can build business and he can get new clients in here and grow and grow and grow. Fitness Pro Mentors, I had to create all this content. Again, Glenn's helped me out a ton. He's gonna be doing some amazing interviews with Sam Trotta and Daryl Richards, one of our students. By the way, you're not gonna to wanna to miss that. Uh, it's gonna be really, really amazing, super excited. Glenn's an amazing communicator and interviewer, so it's gonna be fantastic. We need to set those things up and I had to create all the art and just talk about what we're gonna do and make sure that Glenn's prepared to record those things so we can put them down as guides in the Facebook section and, and all that kind of stuff. And so knowing that all had to be done so I could take a two-week hiatus allowed me to reverse engineer and triage it so I could get everything done. Right now, what I'm doing with this live streaming is the last thing I really need to do, so to speak, before the baby comes. Everything's done and ready to go. So if baby girl wants to come out, 
I'm ready to go. You need to know. It's almost like you planned for all this, Brandon. I planned as much as I could. Mother Nature's Mother Nature. But I planned as much as I could, so absolutely. But you got to reverse engineer. And I mean, the same thing with like toys. Like, I mean, for me, I have this like, I know I want to have this house. Nothing crazy, just a nice detached family house. I want to have this much invested. I want to have this much invested for each of my kids so when they're my age, they've got some money that they can fall into buy a house. And then after I get all those things, I want to buy myself a Corvette. And so it's not like I'm working. I'm working just to get a Corvette, but I want to know that I've got all these assets that are important and then I've got this kind of extra stuff that if I want to get to this point and I'm making X dollars per year and I've got X number of clients and this number of people in the fitness pro mentorship, all this stuff's going on, I can get there. But you got to know those things so you can step back and make it happen. Yeah, most people seem to think that uh, dads and fathers get fancy cars in their 40s and 50s because they're having a midlife crisis. No, it's actually because they planned and organized their life such that they had the income and the time to actually buy that car at that point in time because they spent all their time preparing, investing, and that just came at that point in their lives. Um, Brent, do you have any closing thoughts that you want to put out there before we go on to our favorite segment? Openly know where you want to be and stop wasting time because you can achieve the level of success that you want yesterday. You can make it rain. The reason why I say rainmaker is the idea of someone actually literally making it rain is impossible. But that's what you have to do. You have to do the impossible to have the career that you want, which is the reason why I created Fitness Pro Mentors because I believe if you have all the tools you need, if you just take the initiative to ha- make it happen, you can make it rain. Clients. Because trainers are set up to fail. Most trainers don't make it past three years. Most trainers that make it past three years do not make enough money to afford a house and a car from just personal training. Most trainers don't have an expert niche. Most trainers don't have clients for more than 10 years. So if you are one of those people, congratulations, you're already in that 1%. But I challenge all of you, I don't care what you want, 100 grand per year, million bucks saved up, investment properties, a family, trainers working underneath you, you want to start your own education program because you got some amazing information to share, do it now. I'm not trying to be silly, do it. Because if you have those things, you are wasting time and you got to put it out there. Because people want what you have, especially if it's an expert, unique niche that no one else is talking about, do it. You need to make it rain. You are a nomad. You are independent. But if you do it independently, other independent people will join you and create your Avengers-esque team. Hence, this team that I've got now, I've got an amazing person like Glenn with me that makes me and this whole place better. Taylor, Chris, Anna, everyone at Strata, it all builds up to make something bigger and greater than you. But it starts with you. So stop procrastinating. I think on a final note, I would say learn to say no. Learn to say no to yourself when you want to start doing video games or distract yourself outside of work time. Learn to say no to invitations, to things that aren't going to help you to get towards your goal. Learn to say no to the things that aren't going to help you be productive towards whatever your macro goals are. Uh, Learn to say no is just as important as learning to say yes to the right opportunities. I highly recommend try the Pomodoro method because if you're someone who hasn't tried it before, you are going to catch really quickly how many times you get distracted from the task you're trying to work on when your phone goes off or your Facebook message is going off or the dog is barking and wants to play. You are going to learn very, very quickly how easy distracted you are by trying the Pomodoro method. So I highly recommend giving that a shot as well. On that no note, 
I want to add a little story that will add a bit of a framing here. Um, I, if you've heard me talk before, I started this advanced biomechanics, even in the RTS land at a really young age and became the head trainer at my facility doing weekly study groups for the staff at 20 or 21 years old. I don't remember, but that it started at 18 where I took RTS and MAT jumpstart and was constantly challenging myself. When I was 19 or 20, I spent openly, I was a drummer athlete guy that liked to mountain bike. And I hung out with this skateboard musician, athletic crew of people. And we had a lot of fun time going to parties and drinking beer and doing the partying thing in high school and in college. However, when I started working down this path, I started realizing that drinking beer until two o'clock in the morning on Friday and Saturday, every night was actually hindering my ability to succeed. I couldn't drink beer till two o'clock the night, get up at 6 a.m., get on a go train to get down to Toronto to go to an RTS class that Peter taught and be 100% present. So I stopped drinking. I stopped doing all that stuff. And I would still go to the parties, but I would stay 100, I wouldn't have any booze at all. I would just be social. And then I would leave around 11 o'clock. And I had this amazing, huge crew of friends that were all revolved around drinking and partying. And funny enough, when I started doing that, one by one, I stopped getting phone calls. They stopped talking to me as much. And that crew of friends, I would still say I could call them and chat with them, but I don't do all of that crazy same behavior that they still do now, 15 years later. Now, so I will say this is that sometimes saying no will have inadvertent changes on your life. But I would ask is, is that no productive? Because openly drinking beer until two o'clock, eight times a month, was probably beating up my health, changing my routine. And I had relationships 100% associated around that. And when I changed that to a healthier habit of learning more, getting out there, challenging myself and building my career, I grew my career exponentially faster than my peers did. Opening a facility when I was 27 years old, teaching RTS when I was 24. I'm not telling you to do all that stuff, but that was just my path. And it came from making some hard decisions at a young age. And so I don't mean to bring that up. I haven't even thought about that in a long time, but say no to things if it's going to hinder your ability to get to where you want to get faster. Love it. Brandon, what's your pick of the week? Pure torque. <laughs> there was clapping, but Glenn couldn't hear it. Oh. So uh, Jason Braun, who is a friend of mine, old RT, he's an RTS instructor. He's got a facility in Washington called Tidal Internal Performance, or I think, I can't remember what it's called, Tidal. It's amazing. Anyway, he invented this amazing functional training rotary torso device called Pure Torque. And I've seen him create it. I've watched him go through the development process. By the way, when I get back from having a beautiful baby girl, he has the first interview lined up in July. We're going to talk to him about his invention process and how he created it. But I bought one of these things and I've got it at the facility. And it's this amazing, amazing device to train transverse rotation standing or under any other setting um, on a cable machine or using elastic bands. Jay created a really, really cool, awkward looking design that when you grab it is insanely intuitive and really easy to use. And I've had 78 year old women use it, uh, 45 year old women with neck problems, golfers use it, a lot of different demographics use it. And they all say the same thing. It's weird at first, but once you get going, it's absolutely amazing. And openly, my number one rotary torso training device is the Medex rotary torso machine. Second, pure torque, because it's just so simple and easy to use. And you can set it up in a myriad of ways openly as I will kind of say your creativity is going to be your limitations with something like this. And so it's a lot of fun and I highly recommend it. But Glenn, what's your pick of the week? I always have 
the fun pick of the week. No, I'm kidding. Pure Torque is a lot of fun. My pick of the week has nothing to do with fitness or exercise. It's actually a movie I watched recently. It's a movie Spiral. Now, I'm not a typically uh, a big fan of horror movies. I'm a big fan of thrillers. But I love a movie with a really great twist at the end. That really just makes me super happy. Watched Spiral this weekend with my missus. An hour and a half starring Sam J. And it's got Chris Rock and another fellow. I don't remember his name. But all gore aside, the twists and turns and how it ended... Left me very satisfied, very, very happy. It's a great short watch at only an hour and 35 minutes. If you are a thriller fan and you can tolerate a little bit of gore and that little squirmy feeling you get, highly recommend it. If you just like thrillers and you're down for everything, please check it out. Spiral. It's a lot of fun for your next movie or date night. Everyone, welcome to another episode of the Minds on Muscle podcast. Glenn and I really enjoyed this, and we're really excited to have you join. If you're listening to this in the future, please join the Fitness Pro Mentors Facebook group. We do these live every time that we possibly can, and we would love a higher-level interaction. If you've got questions, type them. Ask them. Type them in the Facebook group because we want to talk to you in real time. We have a lot of fun with this. Uh, we got some really cool stuff lined up. But as I mentioned, Glenn will be doing some cool interviews with Sam Trotta, who is a friend of ours and a student of the Fitness Pro Mentors program. Daryl Richards, who also is a student of the Fitness Pro Mentors program. So you've been listening to us talk and you're seeing some of our marketing, some of our social proof success stories. You're going to hear from these guys more so about what's worked for them and why they love the program. So that way it's not just us spouting about how great it is. You're going to hear real people real results. But thanks so much for listening to this episode. Glenn, thanks so much, man. Great episode today. Everybody have a wonderful day. Make it rain. Make it rain.